0: Start a reading in verse number 36 in your Bible. Luke chapter number 7 and verse number 36. Going to read uh, down through verse number 40. And uh, then we'll pray and let you be seated. Amen. Amen. Luke chapter number 7 and verse number 36. Bible says, And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him. And he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet And behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment, and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and began to wash his feet with her tears, and did wipe them with the hairs of her head, and kissed his feet, and anointed them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee which had bidden him saw it, he spake within himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is that toucheth him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto thee, and he saith, Master, say on. I'm going to stop my reading right there and pray, and you can be seated. Father, we love you. Thank you. Again, God, for letting us come to the house of God tonight, Lord, It's be, it's been a blessing, yes. Lord, already, for the singing was tremendous. Yes. And uh, the testimonies, Lord, we just praise the Lord for the good testimonies tonight. And uh, we're praying, God, that you'd take now the message, Lord. Uh, and God, that you'd stir our hearts. Lord, may it make a difference. God, may we uh, be closer to you when we leave from this place than when we came in. Uh, and Lord, we sure will thank you and praise you for all and everything that you do tonight. Uh, Lord, if there be someone that's not saved tonight, I pray, God, that you deal in their hearts, Lord. And for the saints of God, uh, uh, Lord, that you would stir. Us, Lord Jesus, uh, and God, that we might be, uh, we might be uh, more of a shining light for Your glory uh, in the days to come, even than the days that are past. And Lord, for that, uh, we'll need Your help, and we'll give You all the glory for it in Jesus' name. Uh, amen and amen. All right, you can be seated. Uh, now I'm dealing tonight, Luke chapter number seven, uh, and verse number thirty-six. We'll end up going down through verse number fifty. Uh, In uh, the message tonight, and we'll be uh, looking at some other places, uh, uh, one being Matthew 26, uh, and then another, Mark chapter 14. Uh, Now, I preach this message, I'm sure Brother Chris can tell you, amen, I preached this message uh, uh, back to Bethel some, uh, I believe, 11 years ago. uh, uh, Back to Bethel, is that right? right? Amen, all right. Amen. Amen. Worship. Listen, worship. Outside the box, Amen. worship outside the box. We got a little saying, y'all have heard it. Uh, boy, it got out of the box the other night. Uh, boy, they did that. They got out of the box. Uh, wonder what that phrase or what that saying could be uh, could mean. Uh, well, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, uh, the average church that I go to today, uh, uh, it's almost like uh, it's so in order uh, uh, that it's just a routine. Uh, And they come in, and everybody sits in the same place, and I'm for it. One time, Linda come in just to play a joke on me. She whispered it to somebody, and everybody that sat on this side got up and went on this side, and everybody that sat over here got up and went over here and said, and it messed me up so bad I couldn't even (laughs) preach that night. I said, y'all going to have to go sit back where you're supposed to be at. I mean, I'm looking for Bill over here, and he's over there and and uh, brother John he's not over there, he's there, and I said this hey, y'all going to have to change back, they ain't going to be no preaching though right. but uh it's not about you sitting in a different seat there uh, there's uh, there's churches that we go to, and it's such a routine that, that they come in and they know exactly. How? Where to sit? What to do? What to say? They go around to certain people, shake hands. How have you been doing? You know the answer. Fine. How are you? Good. Right. And uh, they go around through the crowd. Uh, and uh, then uh, the, the preacher comes up and uh, welcomes everybody, invites them to the choir. Uh, the choir comes up uh, and uh, the choir leader uh, uh, opens up three songs. Uh, uh, you did great. Come back down. Uh, the preacher stands up and says, that's good singing. Praise God. That's wonderful. Hey, now don't get nervous. Amen. Uh, and, uh, and then uh, we go sit down and while we're sitting down let's have the men to come we'll receive the offering everybody everybody remains standing the men come and uh, then we pray over the offering we'll pick somebody out they pray uh, and uh, they pass the plates down through there and everybody's seated uh, has anybody got a special song uh, and uh, then uh, somebody gets up uh, another complains and says I don't have my book with me uh, it's out in the car uh, and another one says don't listen to the way that i sang it just listen to the words I call, I've got to sore throat and another one gets up and says you know I, I, you know I, this is the only one I sang and and now and then you go through all that and then they sing a song or two and then they sit down maybe one or two people will say I'm glad I'm saved and then the preacher gets up and turn to your bible preaches a message and then the invitation Given uh, and uh, they sum it all up and they're out of there in forty-five minutes. That's right, You're right. God. God. Yeah. Yes. right. And uh, though I will say that there should be order in the house of God. Yes. Sure. Right. No doubt about it. Right. Let everything, all things, be done decently and in order. Yes but I don't know really that God's talking about you can't uh, have the preaching before the choir. Right. I don't think he's talking about if you take up the offering at a different time, you have quenched the Holy Ghost and grieved him and he ain't coming back. I don't don't think that's what God's talking about. Uh, Amen. I I think he's talking about, amen, there's a pastor in authority. And you're not to override that authority. And there's order in the house of God. Uh, Amen. And and we know that. Uh, uh, But uh, uh, something happened here. And I know this is not the church. This is the Pharisee's house. But something happened here that had never happened before. And I don't think it happens again, amen, uh, uh, in this certain setting, amen. uh, This is unusual. This is uh, out of the ordinary. Uh, When we use that term uh, outside of the box or it got out of the box, uh, amen, uh, uh, it means that it was the same routine. Uh, In other words, something was different. Uh, Something happened that was unusual. Uh, Something happened, uh, amen, uh, that they weren't prepared for, Uh, Amen. Uh, this Pharisee no doubt had it in his mind how this was going to go. Uh, he had invited Jesus to come. Uh, Pharisees of that day uh, uh, had uh, 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 other motives for having someone come. Uh, they wanted to ask him some questions, try to trip him up. Uh, amen. Try to catch him in a bad, uh, amen, in something wrong. Uh, and uh, that's what they would do when they were around Jesus. Jesus, it didn't bother him. He already knew the answer before uh, before uh, they even asked the question. He knowed what the question was. Mm-hmm. Amen. Before he thought about the answer. Yes. He's God. He knowed it before the foundations of the world. Yes. They weren't sneaking up on him. Yes. Amen. He already knew. Yes. Uh, but in this case, something happened that was so drastically different. Yes, That God said, put that in the Bible. Yes. Amen. And listen to this preacher. Yeah. Yes. He said. Everywhere that the gospel is preached, I want you to mention what this woman done. Amen. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't done that. Every time you preach the gospel, you tell them a story about this woman. When you preach the gospel, you tell them a story about this Dustin, when you preach the gospel, y'all don't do it neither. We're not doing what God's saying. That's right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Hey, when we preach the gospel, we tell you about how that Jesus gave His life. I died on the cross, shed His blood. I was buried. Amen. Three days later, rose from the grave. Amen. And He's seated at the right hand of the throne of God. And Amen. There was this woman that came with an alabaster box. Amen. What does that have? That's what God said. Right. God said, do it. Right. Hey, I, Leland didn't do it. No. Leland didn't make an outline. Say, so, hey, but preach this outline. Amen. <laughs> hey, and I hand you this outline and it's about the gospel. Then on the bottom, it's got this story about this woman. Right. You'd say, Brother Fraser, I... I appreciate you and everything, but I, I, I went to school and, and you're not supposed to tell, you know, this is out of the way right here. Amen. I, I didn't write that. I didn't tell you to do that. I, God thought so much about this woman that he said, wheresoever the gospel is preached. I want you to tell about this woman. You've been doing that. You will. Right? Yes. Okay. Amen. You will, right? Amen. Preachers in here, listen. It's, I didn't tell you to do it. God did. Right, right. He said, wheresoever the gospel preached, I want you to tell what this woman's done. Amen. It's not part of the gospel. Right. But God wanted everyone to know this story. It meant so much to God that God said... The greatest, best news. That's what the gospel is. It's the good news, amen, the great news yeah. that there's a Savior. And God said, everywhere that you preach this great news about me providing a way for you to be saved. I want you to tell about this woman that came in this Pharisee's house, amen, and anointed me. God must really think something about this story. Oh, Jeremiah, if I'd asked you, I want you to give me a story that you can compare or place alongside or with the gospel. Jeremiah uh, said, well, uh," and and I I said, you've got to give me a story. I don't know what he'd have come up with. Maybe he would have come up with... uh, (laughs) You know, Jonah and the whale. Uh, Jesus did that one time. He said, uh, as Jonah was in the belly of the whale for three days and three nights, even so must the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. Uh, Amen. Wouldn't have been nothing wrong with that. Uh, But that's not what God told us to preach along with that. Uh, Amen. He could have come along with some other stories. He could have told about the virgin birth. He could have told all these other things. Uh, Amen. But he didn't. He said, when you preach the gospel, wherever you preach it, if I go to Honduras and preach it, I'm supposed to tell about this story. Am I? Yes. Right. Is that what he's he saying? Yes, yes. That's right. Caleb, does your Bible say that? Amen. Yeah, it does. Amen. Unless you've got a 2D fruity version. Right. Right. Amen. Right. Our King James Bible, God's. Amen. Infallible. Amen. Inerrant. Amen. Uh, amen. Preserved word tells us that wherever the gospel's preached, I want you to tell what this woman has done. Amen God must think an awful lot That's right. about what this woman done. Amen. Let's find out what she did.. Amen. Hey man, the, the woman here in verse number 37, behold a woman in the city. And when God uses this word, behold. Let me tell you what that word means. I, I don't know, Brother Dietz. I think I've probably talked to you about it before, but did you ever know the man named Buster the Evangelist Buster Seaton? Buster Seaton was a tremendous man of God. He's not with us now, but what a tremendous man of God that he was. And I remember he would sometimes come to our church. He preached for us every year, and he would preach, and he would say, he would tell us what the definition of this word behold was, and then he would give the definition. He would give uh, for this word. Uh, brother Buster Seaton was a big man. Uh, I mean, 275, uh, uh, black hair, and, and usually wore a black suit with a dark tie and a white shirt. Uh, I remember his brother one time, Jimbo, had just got saved and all cleaned up and was wearing a black suit. Uh, and uh, I, I had my picture took. They're both this tall, you know, and, and they're big men, and, and I had my picture took in the middle of them. And the way they were standing, they had their hands like this and their legs apart. It looked like the mother. And I was the boss. And here's this little five foot eight standing here with these big tall men, and they're standing behind me like this. And I went around that picture and said, These are my bodyguards. But Brother Buster Seaton said, uh, this word behold is an important word. Uh, when John the Baptist saw Jesus coming down into the water, he said, behold the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Uh, amen. Uh, and uh, Jesus, uh, amen, throughout the scriptures, when hey this word was pronounced, amen, it meant something. Uh, pay attention. Uh, God's gonna do something. Uh, amen. Uh, uh, when God saves somebody. Uh, Amen. Behold. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Behold. Whole things are passed away. Behold, all things are become become new. Behold. I wonder what that word means. Big Buster Satan said that word behold means looky, looky. And I thought, I don't know if that fits real good right there or not. <laughs> it means, uh, just a simple definition of it in the LDF dictionary. Right. Amen. It, it means, look what God has done. Amen. When a person gets saved, look what God has done. Jesus coming down, look what God has done. Amen. Behold the virgin, look what God has done. Amen, and God says, now look, look at this. Look, behold, a woman in the city which was a sinner. Jesus already knew she was. Yes. He knew what she was. Amen. He knows what you are. Right. He knows what you were. Yes. Yes. Amen. When she knew that Jesus set it meet in the house, let me give you this outline, amen. Number one, first of all, I want to say she was present in this story. You will never worship God outside of the box if you're not here. That's deep theology, brother. Deep theology. I'm going to have to put two more D-D-D-P-H-D on the end of my name. Two more of them. Because that's deep theology. You cannot worship God if you're not here. You say, "Well, yeah, but I can I can worship him somewhere else." Well, yeah, you go to another revival, you'd be out of God's will, But you could go to another one. That was a joke. That was a joke. Uh, but when it comes to a meeting here at Temple Baptist Church, go ahead. You can't worship God outside of the box if you stay home. So, well, I'll just watch it on the phone. No. Uh, you won't get out of the box watching it on the phone. So, well, I'll just get the CD and listen to it in my car. Well, you won't get outside the box listening to it in your car. If you're going to get outside of the box, if it's going to be unusual, if it's going to be more than just a routine thing, if it's going to be more than just coming and going, hey, man, you're going to have to be present. Hey, man, it's important that you're faithful because you never know what's going to happen. Amen. I remember when Thomas, amen, the Bible says after Jesus' resurrection, amen, he came. On a Sunday morning, the disciples was together. Jesus showed up, amen, to go to church with them. And uh, there they were. And Jesus comes in, amen, the walls, uh, the doors were shut, the windows were locked up, everything was shut up, and then Jesus was there. How'd he get there? He must have come through the ceiling, through the wall, amen. He disappeared. Uh, Scotty beamed him up. Yeah, right. Amen, I don't know, but he was there. And uh, they looked at him and they talked with him and they felt of his hands and, and uh, man, what a meeting they had. Uh, but Thomas wasn't there. Uh, and sure enough, they ran and told Thomas, uh, oh, you should have been there. Jesus, come. Uh, he said, what? Jesus is dead. They said, no, he's alive. He was down there at the meeting with us. Uh, man, he came in. He talked with us. He showed us his hands. And Thomas said, I will not believe. right, right. <laughs> Unless I can put my hand, my fingers in the hand now, (laughs) Prince, I will not (laughs) believe. So the next Sunday, sure enough, they come back, and Thomas is with them, and here comes Jesus again to go to church. Hey Amen. Jesus comes in, and the first thing he does, he turns around to Thomas and says, Come here, Thomas. Hey Amen. Put your hand right here. I put your hand. hey, run your whole hand in this side right here. And sure enough, he falls down, and says, My Lord, my God. He feels so embarrassed, so ashamed, so you your God and everything. And you said Well, see there, if you miss, it's okay. You can always come the next week. Tell it. But y'all have heard me say it here, and I know I preached it here before. I'm saying it again because something happened the first week that didn't happen the next week. If you read it real close, it says that he breathed on them, and they received the Holy Ghost. Brother Todd, you won't find it nowhere over here when Thomas was there that he breathed on them. It doesn't say, and then God breathed on Thomas, and he received the Holy Ghost like they did serious that you be here. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. I said, but preacher, we just have church around here all the time. And so much the more as you see the day approaching. Uh, Amen. You need it. If you're going to finish your race, if you're going to fight a good fight, uh, amen, you're going to have to, amen, be faithful uh, and assemble together. Uh, A little snotty nose don't keep me out of church. A headache, I've always got one. And Linda's got one, 175-pound one. Yeah. <laughs> Talking on about me. And I know some of y'all didn't get that because you was thinking I weighed 195 instead of 175. Let's just compromise in the middle somewhere 185, okay? A little headache's not going to keep me from the house of God. A little snotty nose, amen. A little poison ivy. Oh, I can't go, sweetheart. I'm liable to give it to the whole congregation. See it right there? You see it, don't you? Can you see it right there? I better stay home. Well, I'm not going to stay home. We need Amen. I'm going to go to the house of God because I don't never. I don't never know. Right. See, it, it, I don't understand. Maybe my, I hope y'all don't. I hope you don't do this because I'm going to feel all embarrassed and you probably won't let me come back and I'll cry for six months, go into deep depression, have to be checked into one of those valley homes and 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 all that kind of stuff and and all that. But I don't know how preachers can put it on the sign a week or two weeks in advance. I don't know when God's going to show up and when God shows up, I ain't got it planned out. Two weeks ahead of time what I'm gonna preach on. Yeah. Don't get mad at me if you do that. Hey, amen. You're just closer to God than I am because I can't do it, hey, amen. You can. I can't do that. I, can't do it. Hey. I don't do that, hey, Amen. Hey. I feel better. Did I get to come back? Amen. <laughs> hey, I gotta get going, hey, amen. You've done fiddle with that clock again and it's done took 30 <laughs> minutes off. <I'll... laughs> now it's going to it's gonna go over this little bit. <laughs> First of all, she was present. If you really want to be one that God, amen, when you get to heaven, wouldn't it just be awesome Mm -hmm. to get to the judgment seat of Christ? You're lined up, perhaps. I'm fishing it. I said this one time. Brother Sammy Allen's wife came with him to one of her revivals. Y'all know Brother Sammy Allen's wife? Does anybody know her? Precious saint of God. Brother Allen said she's so spirit-filled. He said, she'll probably be so far ahead of me at the judgment seat. He said, I don't even know if I'll get to see up there where she's at. That's how much he thought about her. Precious lady. Or just be around her. You can feel the Holy Ghost of God. I mean, what a precious woman. Amen. Now, I remember she came in. She was sitting right over here, back towards the backside over here. And I made the statement. I said, all I want. And I was weeping. I was crying. I said, all I want is for God at the judgment seat to glance back there at me and smile and go. And I looked over at her, and she just melted. She said, woo. I don't know if you know how she talks or not. But she said, woo, that's what I want. And man, I'm telling you what, God breathed through that place. And sure enough, when she got to uh, to uh, to her church uh, that next Sunday, uh, they said that Sister Jimmy got up and sung a song, uh, and there wasn't no preaching on that meeting. There wasn't no choir took off. Uh, hey, man, uh, I mean, God breathed through. Brother Allen said, I got a little bit nervous. <laughs> he said it got thick. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Got thick in there, amen. Present. You got to be present. You know what she did when she heard? Hey, he's gonna be down there in that house, amen. She decided right there she was gonna be in that house. Now let me say something to you, Brother Dustin. This wasn't the house that would have invited her in. This wasn't the church. Uh, Amen. This was a Pharisee's house. Uh, Pharisees were very religious sect of people. uh, And they were very detailed. uh, uh, And they dressed a certain way. Uh, There were two men praying, two men praying, two men praying to the Lord. One was a sinner, one was a Pharisee, two men praying to the Lord. The Pharisee was proud, he shouted out loud, Oh God, there's no dirt upon my hands. I'm perfect, I'm strong, and I've never done wrong. I'm glad that I'm not like that sinner man. (laughs) and they probably walked like this they probably glided you could probably put a book on their head as they came through the streets every hair in place no doubt. Stop ever so many feet and quote a verse or yeah. make a prayer in the corner of the streets. Exactly right. Our dear, kind, and most gracious <laughs> Heavenly Father. <laughs> and everybody would just go, Ooh. and then the ladies would go, And so here's this woman of the streets. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh my. Yes, yes. yes. I'm not gonna tell you what she was doing. Amen. But it was bad. Amen. And she heard that Jesus was going to be down there at the Pharisee's house. And she said, I'm going. <laughs> You ain't invited, woman. This is for the Pharisees. This is for all of us righteous people. Amen. It's for us godly people. The woman ain't got no dirt on the hands. And we're perfect. We're strong. We ain't never done wrong. This ain't no place for you to be coming in here. You done messed yourself up out there and sold yourself and all that. And you probably did drugs and... You probably been, I mean you, 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 you ain't allowed in Loudoun here. Right. You stay out there. Yeah. She didn't ask. Amen. Amen. She God. didn't come up try to buy a ticket. Amen. How much it cost to get to come to this? Well, if you was only Joyce Myers. <laughs> you can charge fifty dollars you could charge $50 and $25 for parking and bring in 10000 If I get sued over this, my name is Terry Dietz. Terry, De- Terry Dietz, T-E-R-R-Y. Terry, Chris Winberg, Chris. Oh, I got to get going. I got six points. <laughs> I feel like a small buck. Hey, man, I got six points. Right. First of all, she was present, and you're going to have to be present. Right. If you're going to get out of the box with God, uh, hey, man, you're going to have to be present. You said, Preacher, I can go out in the woods. Uh, hey, man, I get beside myself out in the woods. That'd make me nervous if you get beside yourself. right, right. And I, I had somebody say, Preacher, I can pray you just good at home as I can at the house of God, and you might be able to. You might be able to pray awesome at the house. You got a place you pray at your house. I'm sure you probably got the carpet wore out with two knee prints, amen. You got a place that's just right and it's your place, amen. And, And your whole family's done told me about you keep them up all night long and all that. You can probably pray maybe even better at the, at your house. you got your, and, and reading your Bible, you may have a special lamp, amen. And you've got a big Bible that you read out of. Okay? The, the, the super-duper large edition. Yeah, yeah. Giganto edition. Amen. And it's that thick, and you got it, and you've got a magnifying glass that you... Amen. And you can hit a button on your computer, and it'll read it for you while you're doing it and pronounce all the words right. We don't know if he got those words right or not. He said, "Don't you say nothing about Alexander Scorby?" But we don't know if he got those words right or not. Because he said them so fast, he don't even—he couldn't say it again. I got to get busy, don't I? I'm in trouble now. my trouble with Joyce Myers and the Alexander Scorby fans. She was present. Did I say she was present? She was present. She was was there. She came and man, there must have been a crowd there, but she came and she not only was present but she had planned that what she was going to do before she ever got there and you said preacher she didn't plan this this was just this was spur of the moment thing this was just something that happened she didn't walk around with an alabaster box all the time uh, amen, waiting on something to happen uh, no uh, uh, she heard that Jesus was down there uh, and I don't know where she is staying I don't know if she living on the street I don't know what was happening in her life but I know this uh, she went and got an alabaster box that was very precious according to Mark chapter number 14 amen a, a, a box of ointment of spikenard very precious amen she bought it got it amen and came to the Pharisees house and according to the Bible amen she came in and when she knew Jesus said it meet, she brought an alabaster box of ointment and she stood at his feet behind him amen. she went around behind the Lord Jesus Now they tell me, I wasn't there, but they tell me that they laid down on their side often when they ate back then. Instead of eating at a table like we do uh, that a lot, oftentimes they would lean off on an elbow uh, and that they would eat kind of almost in a laying position. Uh, I don't know all the details about it uh, uh, but she came around behind him and stood uh, behind him with this alabaster box of ointment that was very precious. Hey, amen. I say, uh, hey, amen. She planned it. Uh, hey, amen. She already had it in her mind that she was going to break this box. Uh, hey, amen. She was going to open it up. Uh, hey, amen. And she Was going to pour out this very precious, they say it was probably worth 300 pence. Mm -hmm. That's 300 Mike Pence's. I don't doubt it was worth that, amen. 300 Mike Pence's. Amen. Amen. Y'all get that later tonight when you get home. Oh, I got y'all. It was very precious, it had a high price. She decided she's going to give it all. Amen. And she came around behind him. She must have been crying. Tears are dripping from her face. She has realized that she is in the presence of Almighty God. She's come around and she doesn't have to argue about whether he's the son of God or not. She's already believed it. Uh, Amen. I see she's present. I see she planned it. I see it's precious. Amen. And then I see it's prideless. Because when she came around the the, the backside, uh, amen, all of a sudden she began to wipe his feet, uh, wash his feet with her tears, uh, and and wipe his feet with her hair. Uh, She must have got down all the way down. Uh, If his feet were laying on the floor, which they were, uh, Jesus didn't stick his leg up like this so she could fix it. Amen. Uh, She got down on her face uh, all the way down on her face and she got down there by his feet and she started weeping and crying and she took that alabaster box and she poured it on his feet and she began to wipe them with her tears and she began to take her hair and dry his feet. Amen. Are y'all listening to me? It was pride I wonder. Could I preach for just a minute? Amen. I wonder if God will allow if he loved this so much I wonder if he'll allow it again someday I wonder Katie I wonder if, 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 when we get to heaven I wonder if Jesus will say is there any of you ladies would like to come down here and kiss my feet now if it's me saying it you know you're probably going not, not going to have very many say oh yeah I, I will no, 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 I'm, not, I'm not talking about me I'm talking about Almighty God. I don't know that he would ever ask. But I wonder if there'd be any ladies in this building that would volunteer to go down and kiss his feet. Right in front of everybody. And knowing that those Pharisees were not going to like it. She did it anyway talking about prideless yes sir would you do it would you would you do it we don't hope so (laughs) if if, if there's an opportunity Mm -hmm. if there is an opportunity when we get to heaven and everybody that's ever existed amen is there and there's an opportunity I wonder if there's any ladies in this building that would ease your way up there and get there beside of his foot. (laughs) And take your hair. Where would we be I ain't going down there and getting by his feet you won't catch me down there no man's feet ain't no man gonna tell me what to do listen to me I wonder Pete what if it's just not for women what if a man could have done this what if Terry Deets is there And he sees there's a few seconds. And he gets an opportunity. I wonder if Leland Frazier, in front of everybody, everybody's looking. I wonder if I would get down by his feet. Touch his feet. Wow. Would Chris Winburn, or would we be thinking about, well, what is... is Ron Young going to anchor Tommy Winslow. What is Larry Wales going to say if I get down there by his feet? You say, well, preacher, you, you probably won't get a chance to because all of them great men, they're going to be down there. I can't find very many in this Bible that did that. And there is some debate as to whether it's the same one that does the head or the feet. And, and you can argue about it. I, I, I ain't going to go there and get in all that. Talk to Terry Dates about it. He's doctor. He can tell you. That's not what I'm preaching about tonight. I'm preaching about somebody that loved him so much that she didn't care what the religious people of the day thought. That's right. She didn't care what they were going to say when they went out those doors. My, my, my. They, she should have known. They're going to walk outside and they're going to say, oh, you're not going to believe what just happened down there. There was a harlot come in and came around behind Jesus and got down their by She didn't care. Amen, She couldn't see nobody in the room but him. And she didn't care whether anybody liked it but him. That's right. And she said, Oh, I might just get to touch his feet. And she was so overwhelmed with joy and worship that when she finally made it to his feet, she just burst out. God was squeezing her heart, and juice was running out of her eyes, tripping on his feet. And she was wiping it with her hair. One preacher said, nowadays they can't wipe his feet with their hair, they have to buff it. (laughs) But we won't go there. And she she wept and cried. Would you do that? Would you, young man, right there? I mean, man, if I had hair like yours, I'd show it off all over the (laughs) place. I used to have her <laughs> a long time ago. W- would you do that in front of everybody? You don't have to answer it. This is a, this is a, 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 a message that kind of deals with a spiritual, personal matter. Yes. It's not something we can... I, I really don't care if I'm impressive on this message or not. Amen. All I want you to do is I want you to consider would you be the one? If Jesus was here tonight, would there be anybody in this building that would humble themselves enough to get down on their face and cry and kiss his feet? You can read a little farther. Jesus told Him, said, I've come in. You didn't wash my feet. Right. So his feet hadn't been washed. She's kissing him anyway. That's right. What would you do? You know what? If you're going to worship outside of the box, this is what you have to do. Would you like to know? I got a feeling you'd like to know. Hey, man, I'm going to tell you some secrets. <laughs> if you're ever going to get out of the box and worship him in such a manner that he will never forget it, You're going to have to drop all of your pride. Every bit of it. For if you've got any of it, it won't work. Oh, you can get up and start singing a song, everybody starts to shout, you get prideful, you ruined it. I can get up and be preaching a message, I get a little bit of pride, I've ruined it. He's not going to share his glory with you. He's not going to share, amen his, amen, his Holy Spirit of God with your flesh. He ain't going to do it. You're going to have to humble yourself. You're going to have to drop all of your pride. Amen. amen. I love it when you started, amen. I wasn't here when you got saved. I was preaching the week before, I think, maybe the week after. Right? Amen, in the middle of it. Amen. But the preacher told me, he said, man, he got up, came running, slipped on the piano. Yeah. Is that right? Got saved on C note. Yeah. And then there, C was C or maybe D flat. And you know what he had to do to do that? He had to drop aside all of his prayer. Amen. Hey, would you like to know why so many people are in hell tonight? It's not because of drinking. Though the Bible says drunkards shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Yeah. It's not because of adultery or, or fornication. It's not because of stealing. It's not because of lies. Amen. If you want to know why the majority of people are there, it's because of pride. Amen. And you know what? If Temple Baptist Church, amen, if you really want to, to see sinners come and get saved, amen, if, if people in here would drop our pride enough to worship God outside of the box, God, and show up. Right. I'm going to tell you a story. I don't tell this much now because people think we're weirdos down there where we're at. But we had somebody pull in our church one time, thought our church was on fire. They was driving down, driving down the, the highway, which is about three blocks from our church. And they come sliding in our parking lot and they ran over there run in the building, thought her building was on fire. It wasn't on fire. We was. Amen. Amen. And when she came through them doors, there's such a move of God in there. She just came straight on down and slid right into the into the table of remembrance. I bet she'll remember that, don't you? <laughs> it was stamped on her forehead right there. <laughs> oh yeah. And she went to screaming and crying and begging God. Hallelujah. Right down here at the altar. I mean, right in the middle while we're preaching. Hallelujah. While we're having a time. Amen. Why while we're, while we're we're we we're, we're outside the box. Yeah. She said, I drove by and there was a fire coming out of the sky down on top of the building. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, she just tootie fruity. She 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 was just a charismatic something. Really? No, she was just an old wicked sinner. Amen. Yeah, right. yes. Yes. Amen. And uh she thought her church was on fire. Amen. It was. Yes. Amen. The Sakana, I believe, was coming right. down on top of us. Yes. She said it. I ran outside. I looked up. I didn't see it. Amen. Amen. It was coming from inside yeah. out. I'm not just bragging about her church, but it was one of those outside-of-the-box experiences. Yes. Oh, amen. Do you know there was a time in the Bible how, where somebody left and they noised it abroad that Jesus was in the house? Amen. You know what? If it gets so big inside of here, it can't, it can't control it. Amen. It can't, it can't confine it. Amen. It'll, it'll get out the walls of this building. Amen. People will hear about it. They'll start coming just to see what it is. I was preaching a meeting down in Georgia one time uh, and man, God moved in on that thing. Eight weeks later, man, I'm telling you what, we're still going to revive. It's amazing. Uh, people were getting, hey, people were driving by, yeah. Yeah. slamming the brakes on, jumping out of their car and running over and diving in the parking lot and getting saved. Uh, hadn't even come in the building. Yeah. Amen. Preachers were on their way to their churches and never made it. Slammed the brakes on throwed your car in park, left it in the middle of the road and was running and coming in and get hey, uh, coming into the meeting. Uh, hey, man, that missionary was on his way to present his ministry. Uh, hey, came by and he said, God, the Holy Ghost said, go here. Uh, and he just whipped it in the parking lot and jumped out and ran in. Are y'all listening? Hey, yes. hey it was outside of the box. Yes, yes. Amen. yes. amen. Yes, sir. Do it again, that's right. She was present. She planned it. Can you plan it? You say, preacher, if you plan it, it ain't real. Well, the one that God said when the gospels preached. Yes. You tell us about what she did. Yes. She planned it because she went and got an alabaster box and amen. came, amen. amen, and came into the house. Amen. amen. Can you actually plan that you're going to worship God? You know, one time we were on our way to Faith Baptist Camp. Y'all probably heard me tell it before. We was on our way to Faith Baptist Camp. It was in June. And Linda said, no, I, I, it might have been August. No, it was June. It was her birthday. She said, I, she said I, want to, I want to give God something for my birthday. I wish God would give me a birthday gift. She said, this is what I want. And she started crying. She said, I want to worship God. We got down there in Miami, it was back in the day when, you know, they would be 1,500 people there. And I mean, it just packed out. And I mean, you're sitting shoulder to shoulder with everybody. And here's sitting Linda over there. Amen. And we come in that place, Brother Sammy Allen sitting on the stage, other doctors with degrees, 98.6 of them, sitting all over the stage. <laughs> and, uh, and Linda jumped up and testified. And it broke out. It broke out. Amen. They wasn't no preaching. Amen. It broke out oh, yeah. like a rash, Amen. and they wasn't no Benadryl. Right. Right. <laughs> It broke out. She stood up and she squalled and she cried and she told them how God saved her. And man, I mean, it blew through that place. And Brother Allen was, I mean, like a, like a, 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 a orchestra, amen, director, amen. He was uh, using his hands like that. and Amen. And I mean, people was running and shouting and praising God all over the building. It got out of the banks. It was out of the box because somebody... Worship God. I got to get done. Man, I cannot believe that I've been preaching this long. It was prideless. It was passionate. It was real. It was really what was coming from her heart. It wasn't some performance. She wasn't looking to do it so she'd get pats on the back. She wasn't expecting the Pharisee to stand up and say, Wow, that was a great blessing. No, she knew he wasn't going to like it before she ever entered the room. Amen. All she was worried about was Jesus. Why don't you look with me? Verse number 48. Amen. We see that Jesus now has rebuked the Pharisee. Amen. And then he says this, and he said unto her, Thy sins are forgiven. Amen. Amen. I see it was prosperous. I'd like to preach on that for about 45 minutes. But I'm closing right there. You know what? I, I, I can promise you this. I can promise you that if you will worship God yes. outside of the box, outside of the norm, not yes. just the routine of thing, That's right. If you will get alone with God before you ever even get here right. and you get stirred in your heart, yeah. you know what the prayer room is supposed to be about? It's about preparing us to get in here. Amen. You know what that choir is about? It's to see how awesome you can lead it. No. It, it's to prepare. As you begin to sing, hearts are start are supposed to be focused on God. You know what your testimony is about? It's so that you can tell everybody about that ingrown toenail that you had worked on last week. How painful it is, and it costed you $54. Right. <laughs> to park <laughs> but that's Amen. that's not going to get him to show up right. no, it's, right. it's got to be passionate yes. it's got to be real that's oh I mean. yeah all of it t- plays a part the choir, the special singers ladies y'all have great talent Wonderful talent. But get it to come just like a volcano yes. from the inside. Yes. When you get up to it, be so full of God you can't hardly breathe. <sighs> you man of God, pray for him that when he comes in, he's so full of God. He has to ask his wife what he preached on on the way home. Yes. Amen. Do you pray for your song later in the choir? Amen. Yes. You probably do, don't you? <laughs> How many of y'all prayed that God would just fill up Caleb? That he'd be so full of God, it'd be hard for him to even lead the choir? Did y'all pray that last Sunday? Did y'all do that? Anybody in here? Anybody? How many of you were just so excited that God was going to show up? You said, but, preacher, He might not show up. Oh, He will. Yes. Amen. If you bring your alabaster box. That's right. Yes.